The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Happy New Year. Welcome into 2013. And welcome yourself into being golden, being the biggest part of yourself that you can possibly be, tapping into that wonderful essence that you are and really allowing that to shine. We're going to start this year off getting into a lot of topics that will help you do that and help you to uncover and understand some of what's going on or some of what might be blocking you. Before we get started with my wonderful guest today, I do want to mention that the 1111 magazine is going to be out very, very soon, and it has now got a new look to it. So definitely go to the 1111mag.com website and register for your free subscription. There are some powerful, amazing interviews and articles in this upcoming issue that will truly start 2013 off for you in a powerful, powerful way. Many of us have allowed ourselves to experience life in ways that it affects us very deeply. And one of those ways is we feel a lot of emotions and feel a lot of the things that are going on around us. Oftentimes we can walk into a room and we can literally feel the air that is there or we can watch the news and sense the negativity. And oftentimes we take that in and it allows us to not only affect our own moods but affect many different areas of our life. What if that is actually also affecting our bodies? What if it is also affecting the frame and the shape of our bodies, in fact, our weight? That is the discussion that we're having tonight, and I want to start off today reading you a poem that was written by the author, and it's entitled The Fence. We build this fence around us, high as the sky, made of our beliefs. It keeps us apart, safe from what we don't know. Listen with your heart. It has a voice. It beckons to come closer, see through its cracks. Know the ground beneath it all. Shared a gentle reminder. No need to deny the traveler nor the journey. Loving all these landscapes, sharing every breath of despair, of love, and hope. This is a poem that starts off the book, Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much, that has just released, and it is by Colette Baron-Reed, who has been on the show and is absolutely phenomenal. And I'm excited to get into this topic, because if you are someone that feels too much or deal with a great deal of empathy, then you might be experiencing some of the weight gain that can come from that, some of what she talks about in this amazing book. Colette Baron-Reed is an internationally renowned intuitive counselor, life coach, and author. Through a 23-year practice, she has advised over 34,000 clients in 29 countries and, as a popular speaker, has addressed thousands extensively in North America and Europe. Colette's Master Intuitive Coach Institute certifies others in her cutting-edge transformational coaching techniques, and she has 
released other books, including The Map, Messages from Spirit, and Remembering the Future. This latest one, again, is entitled Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much. Welcome, Colette, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you. It's exciting to be here. I love talking to you. You're the one of the best interviewers, so I'm very excited to see you on my calendar. Oh, well, thank and thank you, you so for much. reading my poem. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It's a great way to start the the book because so much of what we are taking on it's it is beliefs, but it's also feeling, and and sometimes we discount that. We don't realize that that has an effect on us, and it's such a powerful topic to talk about because I have been empathic my whole life and it was only when I turned 33 that I realized that all the stuff that I was feeling was not my stuff and it was other people's stuff so I can only imagine how this book is going to help so many people well you know it's it's um it, it came out of a lot of pain for me and uh and I had uh I'd had this issue for my whole life and I I could never connect the dots it was like a really big giant hairball that I could never seem to unravel um, because I, you know, I mean, I've always had this issue. I've always had the issue of feeling too much, but I've always, I've also had a very bizarre relationship to my weight ever since I was young. And I, I could, I noticed there are periods in my life where I could gain weight, drastic amounts of weight, without eating enough food to have gained that much weight. So calories in did not equate pounds up. I, um, I gained 85 pounds and my mother died in less than three months. And, uh, you know, and I remember feeling what was, I was shocked at what was happening to my body. And, uh, and, and that really terrified me because of course we have such a, such a, a focus on our, um, in our, about our bodies and what they're supposed to look like for one thing. But, you know, that the idea of not being in control, right, of something. So, um, you know, many times I've had stretches of experience with my own life, my own my own body, where I felt perfectly fine, and it, you know, I, I dropped most of that weight. And uh, but I'd had these experiences where I would be really ungrounded, and and I would either turn to food to ground me, or I would just swell. And then, uh, you know, obviously, uh, actually, this the book actually came out of um, uh, of <laughs> when I started touring with Hay House, and. Uh, you know, I was standing in front of thousands of people for the first time ever. And, you know, I, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, I got it licked. I always figured I had it licked. I had it licked because then I would have, like, stretches of, like, yeah, I've got it licked. Anyway, I got in front of all these people. While, and I was eating clean. I was a vegan, vegetarian. I was not eating a lot of carbs. Like, I was eating really, really clean. I'm talking, like, there's no way. And I managed to put on close to 20 pounds while I was on stage, while I was looking. I can't say I was putting stuff in my mouth because I was keeping a food journal. And I wasn't being neurotic about it. I was just being careful and being very helpful. So I just hit bottom with that. I said, I have to start researching this. What is the relationship that I'm having at this moment to my body and to feeling? Like, because I was up there doing readings and all these people wanted something from me. And so... So um, I started going back in time and forensically, really, like like a like in a forensic accountant or like a CSI agent, right? <laughs> where, where I would like go, okay, what did I do? What was it? What happened with me? What was it that enabled me to lose weight when I had all those stretches of time when I wasn't getting weight? And what happened to me when I gained weight without eating extra food? And then when what happened that precipitated me? eating too much and when did it happen, et cetera. So I put this giant puzzle together and I'm like, because it, it drove me nuts. 
Like, <laughs> so, and then I started asking my clients, like, you know, I, I'd actually see it. I said, you know, you feel this and blah, blah, this is what happened to you when you were a child. I said, by the way, have you gone up and down in your weight like a yo-yo? Yes. <laughs> so, so it was like asking too. So I was like, ah, I couldn't believe how many people were saying to me, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Anyway, so, um, all the components that I'm, that I'm, that I'm, that I found are actually in this book and it works, totally works. But, um, once I had put the pieces together and tried it, obviously I said like, first, first things first was that I had to be at peace with myself because dieting never worked for me. I had to stop it. I had to stop trying to control my body. Every time I ended up feeling that I was, I was grounded was when I wasn't trying. So there was a series of, of very important components, which we'll talk about later in the show, but I don't want to give it all away now because you know me, I can keep talking and not breathe. <laughs> but I just think it's important to say like how the actual book was born, which was out of a class I decided to teach because I had done very well for a period of time and I was like, okay, I've got it. You know, I've got to take my salt bath. I meditate. I make sure I eat three meals, two snacks. I take out the sugar and flour. I have to be very careful about certain things. And most importantly, I have to detach from my emotional content without trying to figure it out. So um, the Envision process was something that I had developed for the book, The Map. So I was working with that content already, and I was applying it to myself, and the weight was coming off. This was when I put the map out three years ago. So um, I'd started, I decided just that winter prior to uh, the book coming out of the year before, sorry, while I was actually really engaged in, in the envision process and the creation of it, um, I decided to put on a class. Basically, it was like, let's not get fat together over Christmas. That was my, my, my thinking. And, and it would be like maybe 20 people would come. So I figured hey, I'd put it out to my list and thought, hey, you know, maybe a, few, maybe a handful will show up. That's fine. And, uh, you know, have a little group, group therapy. And I had over 300 people sign up for this thing. And I'm like, oh my God. And I was developing it. So it was like, okay, guys. And, uh, so here's, so I do teach the class. I'd say 80% of them started losing weight. I put on weight teaching the class because I did not detach from the content. So then I I refined the class for the next class and I didn't have that reaction. So I had to keep refining it until I had over 2,000 students. Um, and, uh, and then I decided to train coaches in this because it worked. And then the, we, we did case studies and the average weight loss was 40 pounds in three well, months. And the pictures, so for people the pictures who are amazing. Weight, we took, if we took goes all the people, this. we said, if you have not been able to lose weight in 10 or 15 years, if this fits you, if you are a person who feels too much and you don't know how you gain the weight or you can't lose it no matter what you do, if you have this, 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 and this, and this, we want you and we're going to work with you. And so we took a hundred and no, we had took about 200 people. And a few dropped out because as soon as they realized there was no matching pill and you had to look at your feelings, they ran away. And the rest of them stayed. And you have no idea that the results were just, I want to cry. It's just so amazing. Well, the pictures are amazing. I've seen many of the pictures in some of the promo materials yep. in regard to the book. And it is amazing the experiences that people are having. And it is true that we protect ourselves in any way possible. We, we go into survival mode and the body is there to do that for us. Oftentimes, the weight we carry is a form of protection. Losing weight is not quite that easy, but Colette Baron-Reed knows how to help you understand how you got where you are and how to release the excess weight that you can't seem to let go of and keep off. She offers an approach that she discovered through her own painful struggle and consequent research, an approach that has been unexplored before now. Before Colette and the hundreds of students that have now taken her class and her weight-release coaching personal transformational project, 
It has been the key to gaining control over distorted and disordered eating and unwanted weight gain. Weight loss isn't the focus in this program, but it is the byproduct. You can find out more about this at ColetteBaronReed.com. That's ColetteBaronReed.com. You can also find out about her Envision training program, her coaching mentoring program at MICICoach.com. The name of the book is Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much, and my guest is Colette Baron-Reed. We'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Gaiam TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Is it possible that loving and caring for others, being generous and open-hearted, can make you fat? Why are so many nurses overweight as they take care of sick who are taking care of them? How are they processing what they see and experience and feel all day long as they work through their high-stress jobs? It's very interesting, some of the information that comes through this book that Colette Baron-Reed has come out with entitled Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much. There were so many little facts and and different insights that I was not even aware of, but once she had written them down, it made so much sense. I highly recommend 
whoever you are, whether you feel like you have a weight issue or whether you don't, to get a copy of this book and go through it because many of the insights, the exercises, just some of the habits that she puts in place are really essential habits for good health and, and good self-care anyway. But if you are dealing with weight, I highly recommend you looking at this as an option, especially if you have been on those yo-yo diets or have tried everything possible and you still can't get it off. Colette, one of the most interesting paragraphs was right in the beginning of the book, and it's where you're talking about um, after having read Mark Penn's book on microtrends and how it pointed out that African-American women are three times as likely as any other subgroup of Americans to be overweight and that the women most likely to be morbidly obese happen to be caregivers in their communities or the full-time grandmothers and nurses and nurses' aides. So there is something about giving ourselves too much or being in environments where we're really soaking up this energy uh, that is all around us, but yet it's very unconscious. Sometimes we don't even realize that we're taking that in. Is that correct? Yes. And um, it was an interesting thing because we were looking at different cultural, um, you know, I, again, I was, I, I hired a bunch of researchers and I said, like, you guys got to help me back all this up. I want to see, is this true? Why is this? Why is that? Why do we see this? You know, it's not because these people are, uh, are always eating unhealthily. I, definitely there would be some, right? You know, there, there has to be part of it. But, you know, why is it just those? Why is it the, and, and it's not just the African-American culture, it's the, you know, it's any European close-knit culture um, where, uh, where they're the grandmother or the caregiver or the, or the, you know, will go in and look after everybody and, and, and everybody and they'll take on the responsibility of their kids. Um, and you'll see that culturally it does change. Um, uh, and, uh, but it, so we were just looking at, I mean, these were, these were facts that were studied by other people. Um, you know, and, and if you, you could keep going down the rabbit hole too as to why certain, certain people do what they do. But the bottom line that I was trying to talk about was the fact that these, the caregiving, the caretaking. Right caretaking and caregiving where we are tuned in to con- to consciously and unconsciously connect with how someone else is doing or we feel obliged to help them um, that community caregiver community and healers <laughs> people in the healing arts uh, people who work with others I mean it's it's amazing like it's just amazing how how often I will hear um, somebody, and if this is if they are predisposed to it, because not everybody actually gains weight. Some people actually lose weight from this. But I'm dealing with this this issue because it's a health issue, and it's also something that's culturally seen as uh, socially unacceptable to be overweight. Well, well, we don't want to be fat, so there's huge amounts of of pressure on us um, to look a certain way. And then, of course, uh, on, there's nothing that gives us support when we feel like we're overburdened. And, and being empathetic to people really means that we're just over, we're very compassionate. And so we really do sense and know and understand what the other person's going through. You're talking about a lot of the, the deeper emotions like sadness and grief and places where we have to really take on stuff like that. Does it also happen in the instance of happy experiences? Can we take on weight in those situations as well? Uh, well, of course, and we take on, we'll take on extra weight any time that we feel ungrounded and we feel that everything, if things are too much. So people who feel too much also tend to 
seem to be very outgoing people or very there, but they're isolators. We, we can tend to isolate, pull in, and and turn to food. And it usually in the evenings, it's it's usually four o'clock on where food food becomes a grounding element. We want to plug ourselves into something. So happy experiences can also be very overwhelming too, because we get into that kind of tilt mode. We can't cope with the amount. But but that said, we can also ride it. So so you'll you'll see that. You know, we'll get a lot of a lot of out of groups, group therapy and things like that. But we can also, um, you know, feel like it's too much. You know, so so we'll sit around and we'll go. We don't want to be intimate because it's too much. We're feeling everything, so we feel so high. We have to go away. We don't. We we avoid social circumstances a lot. That, at least that's what I found in the in the studies and the research is that, you know, a lot of people who feel too much, people who are highly sensitive, um, have very different social skills of how to cope. Absolutely. I, I know that definitely as an empath, it's easier for me to isolate than it is for me to be around people just because all of that stuff does hard. hard. I, and so you go, people that When I go to are, New York, when I walked on the street the first day, my husband will always say to me, get yourself grounded, get yourself grounded. Where's your landscape? You know, pull it in because I'll be, I'll be buffeted and I'll get high on it. Because there's just so much information going around. And you got to remember something. This is not like, this is not woo-woo talk. Um, we are energy. I mean, if you go right down, down to science and quantum science, we look at what we really are. Well, we really are not separate beings. We are blinking lights with particles and waves. And, and our interactions and communication between all things are between those things. It's between us that, that we tune in. It's not, you know, it's, it's not like, it's not like we end a certain place and all of a sudden there's nothing but space between us. Actually, in fact, there's a lot of interaction that's going on between us all the time. The, um, uh, there's been studies like The Bond is a great book by Lynn McTaggart that talks about this at length, about, about how we communicate in the space between things, how intuition works, how birds uh, communicate with each other when they fly. We, we could see these, these in nature. We see how, how nature responds. Her experiment, the intention experiment, when they focused on a, a, a whole study group in London focused on a, a leaf in Arizona, and they were able to see on the split screens, there were two leaves, the one they all stared at omitted uh, or emitted these biophotons at a very strong level. So we could see how our intention or our mind can have an effect on matter. So, so if you can imagine that we're this web instead of that we are completely separate people, nobody wants to believe that. But the unified consciousness theory is not really a theory. It's a, it's a, we just haven't exactly proven it. Um, uh, there's, there's theoretical proof, et cetera, and there's many scientists can, trying to find what is this, that if you look at us part of a fabric of reality, then we're always interacting with one another. So some of us are highly tuned to what we, what we pick up in the environment. And feelings are energy. We omit, we emit that. Like we, we can feel if somebody is angry, even if they're not looking angry. We can tell if somebody's lying to us, even though we can't really put our finger on it, but it's a sense we have. And that's how we learn to communicate outside of language and how do blind people know what's going on in the room, right? Because they don't have sight. Um, so we have a, we have a, we are created to be able to tune into environmental clues and, uh, you know, and, and some of us are even more highly sensitive. But I have to say this, that the entire civilization is changing. Ever since well, the advent of the Internet. When we talk about the scientists um, and, and really understanding the whole quantum field and how we are all connected and, and you're speaking about the space, that's science. Why do medical doctors not 
see that this emotional or empathic part exists when they're diagnosing as well because they're they're not they're approaching trained. weight loss from a whole different perspective, and it has nothing to do with what we're feeling. Well, let me just say this because it takes, first of all, it takes a minimum of 17 years for for a a study to become common, it, to become an accepted part of of hard science. Those doctors are not trained. They are trained in a Newtonian mechanistic way, where like the knee bones connected to the thigh bone, the thigh bones connected to da 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 da. And unless they've, they've gone in and studied the epigenetics or they've gone into the newer frontier sciences, they really have old, outmoded ideas about how we're put together. There's also no money to be made in studying this. So, uh, so usually when people study subjects, they study it because there's the big pharma is going to pay for it because there's going to be some kind of a drug at the other end of it. Remember they did the genome project. They were looking at finding genetics. You know, could they create patents? On genes, you know, that, that was the whole point of that project. And finding out that, assuming that they would have all these pharmacological possibilities and patents and trademarks and whatever, they found out we are the same as a gnat. Right? <laughs> so, um, the point is, is that doctors don't know. Unless they are studying uh, holistic sciences, unless they have, they have continued their education, you are not going to get that information from your doctor. You have to go find this. And you were talking about grounding and, and, and how we do that. I know that's part of your Envision program, and, and you teach people, and it's much of what you talked about originally in the map of, of discovering where you are, which is a fabulous book that everyone needs to read as well if you haven't. Um, talk a little bit about that grounding technique and, and how that Envision process works that you do train people in. So um, I've actually recorded some uh, that will be up uh, next week. There's going to be bundles. We're going to either – we may sell it. We might give some away for free. I'm not really sure what we're going to do yet because we really want people who read the book to get as much out of this as they can. So these are like um, – the envision process, uh, recorded processes are like guided meditations is what they are, but they're very specific because they have places and they have archetypal um, imagery in it that triggers the unconscious to remember nature, basically, is, is what it is. So there's this whole natural uh, symbolism that's part of the process. And a, a grounding, first of all, what is grounding? Well, when you don't feel grounded, it means that you're disconnected. You feel very disconnected from source. And so um, I have a number of uh, grounding exercises. One very quick one is um, if you feel ungrounded, to just count and name things that you see visually. That's the easiest thing to do. Actually, I, you can do that right now. You can just look around the room and say out loud under your breath, you know, window, tree, uh, lamp. Uh, so, you know, you just say, it's, that's my computer. Those are my dogs. This is it. And, then, and when you start that, you, if you do that for about 60 seconds, maybe to 60 to maybe a minute and a half, you will completely detach from where you are in the emotional overwhelm and get very grounded because you are you are actually back in your body, back in physicality, back in intellect, back in that present moment. Um, when people who feel too much get ungrounded, it's we get dispersed. It's like our our, poor, our boundaries are so porous. There really is nothing that fills us together in that moment, and we don't know where we end and the rest of the world begins. So I have quite a few different exercises um, that people can do and that they can uh, learn and they can listen to and they can just practice on their own. Um, another really good one is just standing barefoot and pretending you're a tree and letting yourself sway. Um, you can do that when you're in the grocery store. You just really literally imagine that you are grounded in the ground and you just, you know, but you don't want to take your shoes off in the grocery store. <laughs> um, and these are very simple exercises that work. 
we are going beyond mechanics and into quantum mechanics, into exploring the energy of thoughts and feelings and interactions. It's not just about the food that goes into your mouth that makes you fat or the physical energy you expend that makes you thin. What you take in from the field of energy around you, filled with information, whizzing around like radio waves, affects your weight too. And this is the thread that has to be looked at if you're going to get to the bottom of why you're not losing weight. There are exercises and lots of wonderful tips and helpful guides in this book entitled Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much by Colette Baron-Reed. She is the author of The Map as well and an internationally renowned intuitive counselor life coach. She has had 23 years of practice where she's advised over 34,000 clients in over 29 countries in, in addition to establishing the Master Intuitive Coach Institute, which certifies others in her cutting-edge transformational coaching techniques. The book is entitled Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much. There is going to be an online course as well to guide you through. Definitely get the book. Go to ColletteBaronReed.com or MICICoach.com. We'll be right back with Colette Baron-Reed. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Gaia TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaia TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M-T-V dot com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Between the smallest particles of our being, between our body and our environment, between ourselves and all the people with whom we are in contact, between every member of every societal cluster, there is a bond. 
a connection so integral and profound that there is no longer a clear demarcation between the end of one thing and the start of another. The world essentially operates not through the activity of individual beings, but in the connection between them, in a sense, in the space between things. This is the bond. You can discover the real reason you struggle with your weight and how to take it off for good. It's not about the cookies. If you have to ask yourself if you turn to food for comfort as a reward or to escape your feelings, or during stressful times do you gain weight without eating extra food, in your experience, do you fear and excess food go together? If you answered yes to any of these questions, your sensitivity is interfering with your ability to lose weight and keep it off. The book that I am speaking about is Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much by Colette Barron-Reed, and it goes over a four-step, eight-week program that will show you how to finally let go of what's weighing you down, physically and emotionally. You will see how your emotional sensitivity affects your weight, how to recognize when your porous boundaries are wide open and taking in all the trash around you, see the effects of using specific techniques for setting and maintaining healthy boundaries for yourself, and make peace with food, your body, and your weight. Again, the author is Colette Barron-Reed, and you can connect with her at ColetteBarronReed.com or MICICoach.com. And the book is entitled Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much. You know, when we're talking about that bond, Colette, and how we are so connected, and I think about social media and, and how the Internet is really bringing everyone closer together, we don't necessarily need to be in a room with somebody to be empathic anymore. I mean, it can come across the airwaves. It can come across something that we read on Facebook or that we see on the news. This is about us soaking in all that is energy that is around us, regardless of time or space between it. Well, we, we've become very non-local in our experience. And, uh, you know, the advent of the Internet changed everything. You know, we went from, um, you know, this, tech, you know, the technosphere or the, you know, being an industrialized, you know, country, et cetera, world, sorry, and then all of a sudden we had communication. We didn't have Internet. Now we have Internet, so we have a cyber sphere, and uh, we are very cyber-savvy people. There's people in the world that are starving, but they have cell phones, and they can text each other. And, you know, the Arab Spring came about because of, you know, the ability to show video and cell phones, et cetera. So we are connected. We can be connected simultaneously to an event that's going on on the other side of the world. It's the first time in human history. And um, when all human beings, most people and most of the population can do that, 90, 90% of it. So, um, and that's a huge deal because we are aware constantly of that which is not within our locality. So we're, we're being affected by what we see on television, by what we hear on the news, by, by these moments of, of group empathy. And I've got to say what's interesting, the Global Consciousness Project um, from Princeton University, before 2002, they had put these things out called PAIR. It was called PAIR. And uh, the Princeton, I can't remember the name of it, but whatever. The bottom line is, is that these things, they were EEGs, they were eggs that they put everywhere to measure consciousness. And prior to any really major event, they saw a spike. And just prior to the 9-11 event, there was a spike in consciousness, like everybody, it was like a spun, spike in the energy. So we actually had this preconception that something was about to happen. It was out, out of the timing of it. It was just, it was weird. They were saying it was like a few hours before it happened, where everything, the world galvanized, and they had them all over the world, and they had spikes everywhere equally. So, so now, that's a whole other thing about time-space continuum, but the bottom line is, is that we are experiencing, when we go on our, we were in the, we're in a lineup. We're not looking at the people around us. We're on Facebook and we're seeing somebody posted something and we're reacting to that. We're not in the moment. We are not local and present to our environment 
most of the time these days. Mm. Now, you have a concept that that will help people get back into the present and help them be have more of the boundaries. And you you talk, call it the KISS rule, which I know what the KISS rule has stood for. What does the KISS rule stand for now? Well, the KISS rule for me stands for kindness because the, the best, the way we, we go to this program is through self-compassion. So kindness is number one. Envision exercise is number two. Uh, salt. Like uh, the Himalayan salt, like high concentrated salt baths are incredible. I mean, they just clear the energetic detritus off of your energy field. You know, you're you're releasing uh, negative ions into the water. You're you're literally it, it is like you're giving your energy field a bath. And uh, high mineral content, they're really good for you. And then um, simple, like keeping things simple. Simplify. Get present to the now. Be mindful. The simple eating simple products, simple ingredients. Um, If something has 65,000 different things in it and that's supposed to be a food, I guarantee you that's not food. (laughs) So, so, no, I mean, look at the pink slime. Have you seen those pictures? Oh, my God. Like, in some of the fast food restaurants, like, that isn't even food. I know, know, it's it's amazing. So I, I say it's, you know, again, kindness, envision, salt, simple. That's it. That was it. And, and it works. Envision works because it teaches people to find a different emotional place and give themselves an opportunity to go somewhere new. So we, we learn detachment, a very quick, rapid emotional detachment, rather than trying to figure things out. And once people do it, to ask that simple question that I asked in the map, where am I? We always start where we are. So you, we don't say, what's happening to me? Or like, what's going on? I better talk to somebody about it. That just makes it worse. Everybody wants to share it with somebody else. The drama, and I say, get out of the drama and just say, where am I? And say, look at it like I am looking at a landscape. And everybody's mind is going to deliver that. They, it, nobody doesn't do it. It works for everyone because the unconscious is dying to speak. It doesn't speak English. It speaks pictures. It's going to deliver you pictures. And detachment is not avoidance. They're two very different things. No, detachment is oh, absolutely not because we're not trying to change anything. We're looking directly at what it is. We are saying we are, we are sitting in neutral observation, and then we are giving ourselves a limited amount of distance for a period of time to help calm ourselves down so that we can make choices and decisions that are not reactive. It absolutely does not put us in denial at all. It gives us breathing space. Now, you also help people get back into their bodies using the EFT technique. Talk oh, my God. About I love and that. And I don't know a whole lot about it. I just put in there as much as I did know. And uh, um, I, a friend of mine does EFT, the tapping, tapping, uh, tapping, tapping. She was actually in the tapping solution, so I was like watching her. What are you doing? Um, and, uh, you know, and I, I'm the kind of person that I like to touch base with lots of different things. And if it really interests me, I'll learn the whole thing. And if it doesn't, meh. And I really didn't. I was like, I call myself a spiritual tourist. So I'll just kind of visit. And I'm like, eh, is this cool or interesting? I don't know. Anyway, so I tried it and it really worked. And so I started trying it. I know the rudimentary aspects of the tapping technique. And it really works here. So I suggest that people learn the basics. Um, I ran across a book by EFT for Weight Loss by Gary Craig. And, uh, and I, you know, some of it is, I mean, it's a very specific program, but I thought, you know, the, the rudimentary basic tapping technique really works to help calm you down. 
And it, it, if you remember to do it, it works. So I, I added that in there because it is something that does work. And there's so much information about that out there right now. And so many, you know, the, the, the movie, The Tapping Solution, it's really worth looking at. Of course, it's something I know a lot more about now. But um, I brought that in in a rudimentary form to have people also do that as well. Well, and you describe it as emotional acupuncture, acupuncture and you and it incorporates the intentions as well as the affirmations, which is a good part of the process. You also involve a bit of journaling. There's there's kind of phases that people go through so that they don't get overwhelmed and they're able to go through the course of of the experience as they they lose the weight. You actually don't even get into the subject of food until chapter seven, which which illustrates that a lot of the weight issues that we're dealing with really don't have as much to do with food as we think. Food, if you notice, I don't talk about food till chapter seven. Yes. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's a weight loss book. When is she going to talk about food? Well, it's not about the food. If it was just about the food, none of us would be having this problem or this conversation or a need or even a feeling of like powerlessness. If it was just about calories in, calories out, and the mechanics of exercise, we would not be having this conversation. It's more than that. And so the food comes in later, but I wanted people to understand, here's the mechanics of this. Here's what I've learned about this. Here's what I want you to think about about this, about your feelings, about empathy overload, about about setting healthy boundaries, what porous boundaries are, why we could tune into each other. What does this look like? How, what does unified consciousness mean to us right now? What about being local and mindful? How, what does that mean? And bring these techniques forward and then say, okay, now let's take a look at your food. And, and when we're talking about being mindful, because it, it it really is not ever the issue. It's how we are within the issue. And and so you go into the mindful practice and how to eat and, and that sort of thing, too. And it's funny, but that when I read through the book, I thought, you know, that's probably something most people are not even conscious of, that they need to understand a practice of how to do that, because we're not really taught that. We watch that from other people, and then we take that on, plus pile our own stuff on top of it. Mm-hmm. So talk about the mindfulness of eating. Well, mindfulness, first of all, eating needs to be contained. It's got to have a beginning, middle, of an end, and an end. It can't be done standing up. doesn't count. It's not the calories don't count. It's not about that. It's about being present to and being very mindful of what we are putting in our body, knowing where does the food come from. One of the things I promote is also cruelty-free eating, where um, I was a vegan vegetarian for a long time. I had to start eating meat again, So just and I do. I feel better. So I will only buy humanely slaughtered um, and uh, grass-fed, free-range, um, you know, uh, even chickens who are put to sleep by gassing them, they go to sleep, they're the most best-tasting chicken. Anyway, I'll go on and on about that. But the mindful part is is being present and asking, too, is this is this good for me? Just in a moment, what would grow if I planted this? I've got great exercise, excuse me, exercise called the landscape of your hunger, so I have the hiccups. And... Uh, um, and it's really about um, focusing on where does it come from, what is it doing for our body, is this good for me, is this a loving choice for me, and just slowing down and just be present to the food itself, not eat mindlessly and staring at the TV and shoving it in really fast, which I've always considered myself a hoover, so I'm like snorting food. So I have to really, really, I have to learn to really slow down and chew. And, and not stare at the TV or the computer. Be present. People who feel too much are those with a great deal of empathy. They are highly sensitive, feel more deeply, and experience other people's emotions as their own. Colette Baron-Reed will show you how to sort out those feelings, find out which are yours and which are from the outside of yourself. 
and how to release these feelings so that you can release the weight. You can have fun without using food to cope, and you don't have to isolate yourself to turn down the volume on your emotions. Weight loss for people who feel too much will definitely show you how. It's a four-step, eight-week plan to finally lose the weight, manage emotional eating, and find your fabulous self. You can find out more at ColetteBaronRee.com or MICICoach.com. Again, that's ColetteBaronRee.com or MICICoach.com. We'll be right back with Colette Baron Reed. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Gaim TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M TV.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh make sure that you go to 1111mag.com and sign up for your free subscription to 1111 Magazine. There are some really beautiful articles in the upcoming issue entitled Being Golden, and you can find out a lot about prosperity in this issue. So definitely take a look at that. There will also be a feature on Colette Baron reed in the March-April issue, so definitely you want to sign up for your free subscription. For Colette and the students who have taken her online class and attended her weight release coaching weekends, this simple practical program has been the key to gaining control over distorted and disordered eating and unweighted, unwanted weight gain. So get ready to discover how to release the extra pounds and the emotional burdens that you may have been carrying inside of you your whole life. Free yourself to have a new healthy relationship with your body, your weight, 
and food. Colette Baron-Reed is an internationally renowned intuitive counselor, life coach, and author. And this latest book, which has just been released, is entitled Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much, a four-step, eight-week plan to finally lose the weight, manage emotional eating, and find your fabulous self. So, Colette, I, I get that this is a book that is written for people who feel too much. And as empathic people, they will tend to isolate. And so as they're reading this book and they're isolating, mm-hmm. how can they get connected with people so that they have the support that they're looking for to to understand some of what they're going through? Because I'm sure some stuff starts to come up as they go through this process. Absolutely. So I have designed, it's a very, very intricate, wonderful dance. Anybody that buys the book gets a free class with me called Jumpstart. And it's a pre-recorded class with four steps. It, it's a it's like a precursor to the book, so where you understand the concept of no drama, and you get to practice the envision process, a couple of different uh, aspects of it, and um, you answer a few you know questions about yourself on there for yourself. You learn to journal a little differently, so it eases it in. We have a, a community on there uh, on the Jumpstart community on Facebook. It's a closed group, which means people can see who's in the group, but they can't see anything that's said in it. You have to, you, if you ask to be joined in the group, it's, I, I let you in assuming that you have, you know, bought the book. And so right now we have about 220 members. On that class as well, we have people who had gone through our weight release transformation project in the summer who did amazing. They're on there as volunteers, like your big sisters. And then we have some of my weight release energetics coaches who are volunteering in there to support people who are there. So it gets, it starts the conversation. We have another class that starts actually next week um, called Your New Best Friend, um, The Hidden Secrets to Weight Loss Revealed, which is uh, taught by myself and two of my master intuitive coaches, one of whom is a very, very well-known uh, and very well-educated uh, orthomolecular nutritionist um, and uh, her business partner who is, uh, you know, health coach as well So and a science major. So we have all of the, you know, the support really hardcore support that we've done all the research on that's really helped people is to explain to them why, you know, what happens to their bodies with sugar and flour, how they can shift their beliefs, etc. It really gets into a little bit deeper stuff. And then we have uh, a whole product line as well that we're going to be introducing that we, it took me forever to find something that because everybody's been asking me like well what about the products you talk about in the book and blah blah so I finally found something of that too so we have another thing um, that it's uh, kind of like a um, you know the weight loss for people who feel too much ultimate challenge so we get people step by step holding their hand um, uh, you know each step of the way people can opt in to do something different with us um, they can hire coaches. The weight release energetics coaches are available for hire. I don't get anything for that, by the way. I'm just promoting them because they're fabulous, and that was that was a deal I wanted. I really wanted people to have help, and these are people who most of them have been to the – well, everybody had to go through the program themselves, so all of them look completely different. My coaches, you know, they, they have firsthand knowledge of what this, is, what this program is like, and they are, they are geared for success. So we have different ways for people to communicate with each other with coaches, with me, and then to take different levels, uh, depending on how serious they are, um, to get themselves some help. So we have a really, really great setup for them. That sounds wonderful, and it's it's so important to have that kind of support as you're making shifts and changes, especially when oftentimes the people in your environment might not uh, might not understand completely what 
what you're like or how you're feeling or how you're taking these things on. So it does help to have that kind of support group. As you move through the the courses and, and teaching people and training people how to do this, can you name anything specifically that has really popped out through the course of this book coming out or all of that training that was kind of an aha moment beyond what the book was? Um, yeah, just how the envision process works and how it works so well with, um, you know, calming us, calming a person down so that their body responds. I think that that's, that's been the most amazing thing because I had no clue. A, I did not ever think I would write this book because, um, and B, you know, starting the Master Intuitive Coach Institute as well a year ago and then training people holistically in different, because you can apply Envision to everything. Relationships, we have heart dynamics, we have weight release energetics, we have um, divination dynamics, which, by the way, starts January 24th, which is the most fun and very interesting introspective class on using my Enchanted Map Oracle cards. So, so um, uh, you know, and then creativity energetics. So we have a whole lot of opportunity for people to come study with me and certify, even if they've never coached before. But most of the time we have people who have had some experience in the holistic arts or um, coaching. Um, but I think what really stood out for me was just how people – all kept coming up to me saying, I know it's not about the weight. And that was bottom, that is true. Even though the book's called Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much and we're looking to release our weight, we take the focus off all of that and onto ourselves and onto our internal content and onto, and, and it was, it's really interesting to see that, like one of my coaches, pants fell down because she didn't notice how much weight she was losing. Wow, First time I think she said in 30 years she could close her lab coat. <laughs> And then her pants fell down. They're too big. So, <laughs> but while she was studying, because it was just coming off, because we we learn about the way we protect ourselves, but we also learn about being at peace and and really being able to be in the world, wearing the world as a loose garment. And that's really the most amazing piece of this. People all come in because they want to lose weight, and they all in the end they will have lost their weight, and they all go, "It's not about the weight." Well, and what's interesting is it, you're getting people to be more connected to their feelings and their inner landscape, mm-hmm. which then opens them up to what it is that you have been known for, which has been the whole intuitive side. So this book, even though many people might think it's far off from what you've normally done, it really is simply an extended branch that's just more mainstream or, or can reach more people that aren't True. quite... In, in touch with that whole intuitive aspect of themselves. And I guess today... Actually, that's exactly what happens. Envision is an intuitive process. The minute we start to move outside of our logic and our me- mechanical mind um, and the thinking mind, the, 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 the boss mind, we enter into that sphere of intuitive uh, information and we become our own oracles. And, and that's what the interesting piece is, is that I show people who never in a million years would believe this that they actually have extraordinary insight about themselves that come to them in ways that they could never make up or control by my themselves. Guess. Like they couldn't say, I want this to happen in my vision. It's like, oh, my God, I just saw this. That's wild. My guest today is Colette Baron reed and she is the author of a brand-new book entitled Weight Loss for People Who Feel Too Much, a four-step, eight-week plan to finally lose the weight, manage emotional eating, and find your fabulous self. Colette understands the real reason so many of us struggle to lose weight and keep it off. As an intuitive life coach, motivational speaker, and successful author, she has helped thousands of people recognize their potential and purpose. But it's through her own personal struggles she gained as much as 80 pounds in three months that Colette discovered the his and cause for her unwanted weight gain. 
in this book, you'll find out all of the things that she discovered, all of the wisdom that she attained, and all of the processes that will now support you in finding your fabulous self and to manage your own emotional eating. I'm Simran Singh. Until next time, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Shift happens.